Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, y'all, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you to all the returning listeners and a special welcome to anyone listening for the first time. I I think one of my favorite things over the past few years has become getting notes or whatever from people who say, I just found your podcast. It makes me so excited. And kudos to everyone that goes back and listens from the beginning. That is like dedication because we've been doing this for three years and that is a lot of podcasts. I also love it when people find just an episode or two that really speaks to them. You know, I feel like we cover so much on this show that hopefully there's an episode that is just right for where you are right now. And since that changes all the time, the episode or information that you need will also change. I think that's cool. And while we're on the topic, if there is information that you need, you can always let me know. Like if there's something that would be useful to you to have a podcast episode on, tell me and I I can see about making that happen. I have a couple suggestions that I'm working on now. So if you've made a suggestion but haven't heard the outcome yet, stay tuned. I won't lie, though. Sometimes I just don't feel qualified to answer all your questions. I mean, of course, I'll do my best, but sometimes I just I just don't know. However, just like you, I'm learning all the time. So who knows? Maybe I'll have answers or ideas down the road and be able to record something just for you. My mind is on this right now because today I want to share with you something called the four A's of healing as presented by Dr. Gabor Mate in his book, The Myth of Normal. It's a fantastic book, and I've been obsessing over all of Dr. Mate's work for a while now. It's it's all really, really good, but I think this latest book has some info in it that we can all use right now. I've been exploring it and using it a lot, and I find it so helpful in my own healing journey. <laughs> if I thought Dr. Mate would come on the show... I'd invite him to come share it with you himself, but he's a a very important and very busy person. And I am just the host of a small podcast, so I cannot imagine that he'd be interested. Maybe, but probably not. However, his work is really, really good, and I wanted to give you a taste of it. Of course, you can get his book if you want to deep dive into it a little bit more. Uh, He doesn't work with chakras or anything, but me being who I am and how I tend to Uh, filter most things I learned through the philosophy of this energy system, I'm going to share with you some of my interpretations of the work, the four A's of healing. Again, the work, the original ideas are his. I don't want to take any credit for them. I'm just going to share them uh, and then let you know how I use it in my chakra work and how you might too, if you're interested. And funnily enough, I think some of it will sound familiar. I hope that this organization of it helps you. I have definitely found it helpful. So the first A of healing is authenticity, which maybe you've heard me mention before. I'm kidding. I think I talk, I think it really, I I think that's all I talk about. Dr. Mate's theory is that we're all born being authentically ourselves. Newborns are not people pleasers. 
They insist on having their needs met and don't really care if it inconveniences anyone. However, at some point, because babies are such phenomenally good learners, they understand that they can change their behavior to elicit the desired response in their caregivers. It's not a manipulation, of course. It's just a genuine attempt to get what they need, which is, of course, food, water, warmth, but also attachment or love. It's a human need that science shows us is just as important as survival items. It is a survival item because attachment is how infants get those other things. So the idea is that as very young babies and children, we start to sacrifice our authenticity for attachment. And both are very necessary. And authenticity, attachment for survival, they both sit in the root chakra, which is related to pre-birth and early childhood development. I love how all these theories and ideas of how humans work just come together naturally. Anyway, anyway, so from the earliest times in our lives, we are sacrificing our authenticity. If we're lucky, we grow up in a household where attachment is allowed to form around being our authentic selves. Our needs are met unconditionally, not as a reward for preferred behavior. Obviously, our caretakers are never going to be perfect at it because they're human. But the overall developmental feeling in an ideal world would be that we can be ourselves and we'll be cared for and loved simply because we exist. We will never feel like we have to do or be something else in order to get what we need. Because that's when we start to lose our authenticity, when we start being something else because we so desperately need the attachment. Our root chakras start to get all kinds of imbalanced because our authentic self, our truest self, our highest self gets covered with thoughts and stories and behaviors that serve us for survival. And let's be really clear. If you're a baby or a young child, that's the right decision. It's barely even a decision. It's instinct to survive. We learn that if we act a certain way, we get certain things. And not in the way that all children need to explore their world and how they affect it, but in the way that if you don't engage in specific behaviors, you will be cast away. For some of us, that is a literal truth. Our very survival in our birth families can depend on this. For others of us, it's more subtle and becomes a story in our heads based more on filling in the gaps than on actual truth. Either way, though, those early survival strategies stick with us into our adult lives. And when they do, we have lived a lifetime sacrificing our authenticity. And one of the major steps towards healing from trauma, capital T and little t, is to reclaim our authentic selves, aka root chakra work. And maybe you know this already. I know I certainly think about it a lot. But what made this different for me was that I had to really put language to what being authentic meant. Some people say that being authentic is doing 
what feels good or feels right. And that's a fine way to think about it. As I was doing this work, though, I came to realize that for me, being authentic means doing the things that are important to me, that help me live in integrity with my values, not just what feels good. Because a lot of the things that that are important to me don't always feel good. Like I definitely do not always want to meditate. It is time consuming. It can be physically, emotionally, and mentally uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good, but it is important. And when I maintain my practice, I am closer to authenticity because my greatest values are freedom and growth. Meditation creates emotional space, allows me to be responsive to my life instead of reactive. For me, that's freedom. To not always be rocked by my circumstances, to have the freedom to choose my responses to my thoughts and my environment. And in doing that, I have room to grow because I'm not just putting out fires, right? I learn to prioritize. So even though meditation doesn't always feel good, it is authentic. And I'm authentic when I do it. Listen, that's just an example from my life. Look at your life. I bet you can identify something very similar for yourself. Then there are the things that feel good and feel right, but are not authentic because they lead you away from the things you value. I've talked about this before. Here's an example. Various habits can fall into this category. Eating food that doesn't make you feel your best. Drinking alcohol. Skipping movement. These can feel really good at the time, but they aren't authentic if your health is one of your primary values. And let me reiterate, health doesn't have to be a value to you. So this might not apply. And you might find that these behaviors are fine for you and don't detract from your values, whatever they are. We're just looking to identify the things that aren't authentic to you. And it's the things we do that aren't authentic that take us farther from ourselves, that are stopping us from healing. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And it isn't just the things we do. It's the things we think about. The unconscious narrative we each have in our head that explains to us how the world works. And this is that attachment in action, I think. We learn truly or not, that unless we behave a certain way, people won't like us. And because that came from early childhood trauma of being worried about our very survival, people won't like me feels like a life-endangering threat. 
Have you ever wondered why you're a people pleaser? That could be part of why. Because your, your baby brain filled in the gaps with this story and your adult brain still believes it's true. And the fact is, it's probably not anymore. It might never have been. Maybe dinner was just late one night, but an infant can't understand that. Children tend to assume everything is their fault because the concept of the huge world we live in is beyond them. A toddler doesn't understand traffic or bosses that stop you as you're leaving. They just figure, I don't have food, so I must have done something wrong. Again, it's one example, but there are as many possibilities as there are moments in life. Your brain has come to a conclusion about how the world works, and it's encouraging you to act in ways that will help you survive in that world. Except that isn't really how it works. Or maybe it was, but it isn't anymore. So your authenticity has been suppressed. Your root chakra has contorted itself to fit into a shape that isn't truthful. And because it's energy, it can do that incredibly well. But it doesn't provide a very stable, grounded foundation to grow into a healthy, authentic adult. As Dr. Mate says, we sacrifice our authenticity for attachment. And I I really, I know he'd agree with me when I say again that it isn't a wrong choice. It can be the only choice. But as we grow, we have the option to make new choices. And that's where the healing lies. So let's talk about how to heal and reclaim. Uncover, recover? Recover, reclaim our authentic self. I think the first thing is to be aware of it, which I know, I know is what I always say, but we can't even hope to heal if we're not aware that healing needs to begin. So acknowledging that sometimes we don't live in our authenticity when when we don't live in our values. And you know your main values, right? You did all that work with me last year on values. It's episodes 123 to 130 if you need a refresher. So acknowledge it. And then start to notice when you're not being authentic. And then, as the good doctor says, apply some curiosity and gentle skepticism. I'll tell you how I know for sure if I'm not being authentic. I'm really cranky and irritable, bordering on anger, sometimes tipping over into anger. I think it's because on some level I know I'm not being truthful and that's coming out in a really low vibe energy. I used to just think that I was an angry person or that I had bad days or I was just tired or or woke up on the wrong side of the bed or whatever. But after doing this work for a while, I can look back and see it for what it was, inauthenticity. And it was coming out in ways that made everyone's life miserable. If I was doing it to make someone else happy, it wasn't working anyway because I was so freaking grouchy about it. And that's not to say we should always just do whatever we like and never do anything we hate. Like, I don't love paying my credit card bill every month, but I do like freedom from debt and it's authentic to be a responsible human. So it might make me grouchy, but it is authentic. Maybe the difference is when I'm irritable, but unable or unwilling is probably more likely, but unwilling to attach my grouchiness to a particular thing, right? It's really vague rather than a named irritation. 
being irritated that I have to pay the bills is one thing, but, or, or, or being angry that I have to go to work in general every day. Maybe that's something to look at. I had that happen once. I was just angry about having to go to work all the time. I, well beyond the typical, wouldn't it be nice to be independently wealthy type thing. It turns out upon some self-reflection that I just didn't agree with the direction of the company. I, I thought the way they were making decisions was completely at odds with who I wanted to be and where I wanted to be putting my energy. And don't you know, when I quit that job, I was way less angry. I got a new job that was way more in line with my values. And it turns out I wasn't just an angry person. I was living outside of my authenticity and my body and energy just wasn't tolerating it. Another great way to know if you're being inauthentic is if you're rationalizing your behaviors. It's actually a pretty good sign, weirdly, because it means you've caught yourself before you do something, or it might. It's a chance to think and consider and apply that gentle skepticism. Why am I rationalizing? Is that really what I want to do? And it gives you the chance to find another option. Denying that there are options is another form of authenticity or inauthenticity, and it leads us into the next A of healing, but I have done it again and talked too long on one topic. We'll do another healing A next week. I'm so silly. I thought I could do them all in one episode, but we'd be here all day. So let's talk about how you can use this root chakra healing practice of reclaiming authenticity this week. First, just sit quietly and honestly acknowledge that sometimes you might not be living truthfully in yourself. And then quick, don't get mad about it. Be gentle and curious. Start to notice the signs your body gives you when your root chakra is out of balance. It is so closely related to the physical body governing the earthly plane that there can't help but be physical signs. Figure out what yours are. This is going to take time and attention, but that's what healing is. It's giving yourself time and attention. Because if we'd always had all the time and attention that we needed, it's likely we wouldn't need so much healing. Then kindly and compassionately explore why the inauthenticity is there. This might mean confronting some uncomfortable truths about yourself, but that's okay. Take your time. Patience is key. And treat yourself the way you would a child. After all, it's thoughts and stories and beliefs that came into existence when you were a child. So you'll have to find that child part of yourself to help correct and reimagine them to heal. So that's my first episode on the four A's of healing as outlined by Dr. Gabor Mate in The Myth of Normal. I'm sorry if you were hoping to get them all. I tend to expound on things a lot. I hope it was helpful and gives you another tool to use and you're on your journey, whatever it is. The, the root chakra is the most common place that people tell me they feel imbalanced. And I truly believe this is one of the biggest reasons why. If you have ideas about this or any other aspect of the root chakra, we can always continue this conversation on Instagram and Facebook uh, at Your Chakra Coach. If you don't already follow me there, please go ahead and just do that now. Uh, it might take me a minute, but I do respond to all the messages I get on these topics because I just love to hear from you. And I think everything about healing is so much easier if we're not doing it alone. 
The work, maybe when it comes down to it, has to be done individually, but it doesn't have to be done alone. So social media is probably the easiest way to get in touch. Also, if you've been listening to this show a while and you like what you're hearing, you're getting a lot out of it, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Uh, It means the world when people do join me there. And the support means that I can focus even more on getting episodes and content out to you. So if you think it's worth a few dollars a month, that's a great way to help out. Another great way is to share an episode with a friend that you think could benefit from it. Um, I always appreciate that so much. Whatever you're doing this week, I wish you all the best. And I hope that it leads you closer to your authentic self. Let's spend our energy doing what matters, what's important, and what supports our values. Have an amazing day, and we'll talk soon. Bye.